Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Hello and welcome back to From Dull Square to Where. This is Andrew, the Hinkley Gooner, the host. It's just a short podcast today to say thank you for bearing with me during this time. It's been uh, a bad time, loads going on, but I'm going to be getting back to recording podcasts, rescheduling previously advertised podcasts, which is exciting. Um should be in the next day or two should be confirming a date for the rescheduling of the podcast I've got with Adrian Clark and Mr. Arscast himself Andrew Mangan which is very exciting very much looking forward to that I did my first blog in ages and ages and ages yesterday and I posted that up on uh, well the link to it on Twitter um let me know what you think of that. That's uh, a few things I got off my chest. Mainly, um, the only recent Arsenal news, which is sort of regarded the salary cuts for the players. And whilst I don't, uh, I'm absolutely for players giving when they can to, well, obviously we can always can, but. Uh, when the, the players giving to charity and uh, the NHS, etc., the way they've been singled out and expected to do it, I think is is utterly wrong, personally. I think that when you take on, as I explained this in the blog, but when you take on a business, so what, no matter what size it is, and I gave the analogy of someone opening up a, a shop, becoming self-employed and opening up a shop, when you are someone like... Stan Kronk, who obviously has got um, several billion pounds in his back pocket, I think taking on the responsibility of buying a football club means that you have the responsibility to run that in good times and in bad, and you have the responsibility to your employees no matter what. So to There's no other walk of life where any business owner would expect his employees or her employees to sort out the mess that the business is in and pay each other out of their own salary cuts. It just doesn't make sense to me. And I touched on politicians as well, my hatred of politicians. I've hated them my whole life and nothing has ever 
ever happened in all of my lifetime thus far to make me change my mind as far as that's concerned. I just think they're all a bunch of lying, cheating, scumbag cunts. But there you go. And for them to come out and sig uh, single out footballers as well to hide their own misgivings, to take away the spotlight off of them and onto someone else is just very convenient indeed. And it is no one else other than footballers that get this kind of press. And to be where they are, these footballers, yes, they get paid an awful lot of money, but they are at the top of their game, elite professional sports people, the same as Rafa Nadal and uh, all the great tennis players, Federer, etc., all the best golfers, um, Lewis Hamilton, and all the actors, musicians, everyone else who got a lot more money than these footballers. And they never get singled out in the way that footballers do. And the same goes for Mesut Ozil. And I, as I said before, I'm, I've made my thoughts on him as a player for Arsenal known many times on previous podcasts. So I'm not going to go through that again. It's not about, I'm not talking now about his performances on the pitch, etc. I'm talking about him as a person and an individual and the way that he gets singled out because of the salary that we gave him. And it always gets, you know, totally skewed when it comes to him. And because he's come out as, well, not him personally, but he's been outed as one of the people that refused to take this, well, no, I'll rephrase that. He hasn't refused to take the pay cut. Um, he wants more information about it. So... He gives an awful lot to charities, we all know, and uh, he doesn't publicise it himself a lot. Um, I know he does on occasions, but fair play to him. I don't, you know, do what he likes as far as that, but he gives away an awful lot of money every year to charity. Not only gives giving away the money, but also his time. And um, he's a very giving person in that respect. And I'm sure he has absolutely no qualms about giving up some of his salary to help those less fortunate than himself but he wants to know and I'm sure where that money is definitely going to go to he doesn't want it just to go to saving money for a, a multi-billionaire owner of a, of a club and just touching on that sort of aspect the fact that we are so far the only club who has actually announced salary cuts rather than deferrals salary cuts six to seven weeks into this pandemic we've acted very very quickly and swiftly to trim our wage bill and I just think that it's all too too convenient for my liking making up for bad mistakes bad decisions Admittedly, mostly by, by previous incumbents of the roles in the in the club, Mr. Gazidis, obviously Arsene Wenger, and we've made some bad decisions contract-wise. And it's just seemed that this pandemic and the public sort of pressure has given them an extremely good excuse to 
not just defer these payments to the players, but to cut them. It just leaves a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth, to be perfectly honest. And like I said, I'm not going out all pro footballers and being completely on their side. They earn an awful lot of money, but for good reason. They're good at their job. We may not think that some of them are good enough to play for Arsenal, but they've got to a pinnacle in their career of playing in the Premier League, which is supposedly the best league in the world, and they're playing in it. So they've obviously done something right, worked very hard in their career to get where they are. And they are elite professional sports people, as I've said. And, you know, when you get to that level, you deserve the reward accordingly. So to put all this pressure onto them from the owners of the club, from the government, I just think is wrong, personally. And um, the government not having pumped millions of pounds into the NHS previously, it, I'm leaving it completely in a state that it was and is, understaffed, underfunded. It shouldn't be down to anyone other than the government to put it right. That's my opinion. And also, for the business owner, being Stan Kronk, for him not to sort out the mess that his business is in, he made the decision to become the whole owner of Arsenal. So he should be the one to sort it out. And if he ends up in serious financial difficulty, which ain't going to happen, because he's obviously got the Walmart part within the family as well, which must be booming in this in these times, same as all the other supermarkets in the world. So he's not going to suffer financially. But even if he did, as a result of him buying the clubs and being in the sports industry, then so what? It's, it's his problem because he chose to follow that career path and buy these clubs himself and the same goes for that shopkeeper I spoke about earlier hypothetically they will lose everything potentially as well as many 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 thousands or millions of other small business owners across the world because of what's happening and they will lose their livelihood and years of hard work as well so if it happens to Stan Kronk he's only one of a many million people that it would have happened to so you cannot feel sorry for people like that when millions of others deserve equally if not more sympathy than he does because it's his decision anyway just a little bit more of an explanation about my blog that I posted yesterday. So, as I've said, I'm going to be starting up the podcast again very soon. If you want to be on a pre on an upcoming episode of Mesut Island Discs, then please get in touch. Let me know. Send me a DM on Twitter, and uh, we can get uh, something arranged. And I look forward to speaking with you all again very soon communicating with you all on twitter on the comments section when we go live on youtube and resuming a bit of normality without football 
but we've got an awful lot as a community, as an Arsenal community, the Guna family, we've got an awful lot to still talk about, I'm sure, of things that we hope for to come and things that have gone on in the past. And I look forward to doing that with you all again very, very soon. So for now, take care. Thank you for your patience again. Thank you for your continued support and speak soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Can anyone catch them, do you think? Uh, yes, of course. Thanks very much for listening. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. We really need your help to spread the word about from Dar Square to Where. So if you haven't done so already, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe to the From Dar Square to Where YouTube channel and hit the notification button so you never miss a live show. And finally, please tune in to the live shows. Don't forget, you can get the chance every week to be the star alongside Andrew and his great guests just for being the most entertaining viewer on the night. Thanks again and see you on the next episode. Bye!